are alive in this place. Are you sure you are alive? The Bible says, if you are alive, you are always as a child of God, given over to death for the sake of Christ. Are you there? But I want you to hear what does it says. It says verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart Though outwardly we are wasting away. Though outwardly we are wasting. It says, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Can I tell you something that's, it will sound like a joke, but it's really not a joke. From where I stand, looking at you, I can see that outwardly we are wasting away. When I look at most faces, I can see the effects of trials and tribulations. I can see some faces that are trying to be happy. I can see people that are at a crossroads. And sometimes when we think about, when you look at yourself in a mirror, the mirror reflects only what the external circumstances are doing to the outside man. In other words, when you go through pain and trials and tribulation, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you see a sad face, you see a hurting person, and that informs your perspective about your future. But let me tell you what the Bible says. Says, the Bible says yes on the outside we are hard pressed on the outside we are perplexed on the outside we are put under pressure on the outside on this body of death we are given to death on this outside we are experiencing pain and unfortunately every other thing when we look at ourselves when we look at the situation all these things reflect what is happening to the outside man but we are not outside men only. And what is happening to us is not only happening to the outside men. There is something of a mystery that is happening to us in the midst of everything. The Bible says when we look at Christ, when we look at 
When we look at the physical mirror, the physical mirror shows us what is happening in the natural. And the physical mirror says there's no hope. The physical mirror says you have reached your end. The physical mirror says you are fired. Therefore, you have no future. The physical mirror says your school things are not going well. If you don't pass, you are doomed. The physical mirror says your marriage is on rocks. You are facing divorce. But the physical mirror has a limitation. And unfortunately, this is what the physical mirror does can only do. Verse 8, verse 17 says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs all the troubles. Hallelujah. The Bible says they are preparing. And they can only reflect the preparation process, not the outcome of the process. So the mirror of the flesh, the physical mirror, does not reflect that though outside we are wasting, the mystery is that inside we are being renewed day by day and unfortunately we need the outward tribulations for the preparation of the glory to come but when we if we could see the glory that is to come vis-a-vis -vis the tribulations we would laugh at the tribulation because this is what the Bible says in verse 18, verse 18 of the same book, chapter 3. Agree, we are in chapter 4. Yes. Now we jump back to chapter 3. It says, and we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is in the who is the spirit now let me put it this way another version says as we behold as in the mirror so you see there's not only one mirror there is the mirror of the flesh that reflects what is happening to the outward man. 
But there is another mirror. The Bible speaks of this mirror into two ways. In the book of James chapter 1. I don't know why we're going that way. It, listen, James chapter 1. Speaking of this mirror. Listen to what it says. It says. From, let's take it from verse 23. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do it, what it says, is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror. Everyone who looks at what? At the word. There is a mirror of the natural. The mirror of the natural is what you have in your bedroom, in your bathroom. It's what other people are telling you. It's what you think in the flesh about your situation. It's what TV is telling you. It's what hopeless people are telling you. And it all reflects the, that you are pressed. It reflects that you are going through hard times. But the Bible says there's another mirror. When you look into it, listen to what the Bible says. It says, verse 25, but the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this not forgetting what he has what so the mirror so see pony operates through the process of hearing because you will hear what makes now, you sad now is what you heard you are reflecting based on what you heard. Somebody said something. You were hurt. Somebody did something. You were hurt. And you are sitting in church. But you still have a choice. You can hear again. You can see again. You can reflect afresh. The Bible says. The one who looks intently. Because the devil forces you to see. The devil forces you to hear. He pulls your ear this way. Towards what is negative. But the Bible says. You can pull your head. And look intently. And say I want to hear. What Jesus is saying. Because when I hear this. Faith comes. Oh, yeah. When I hear this, fear comes. When the devil pulls my ear and he tells me, my friend, you are doomed. I lose my I lose my confidence. I lose my sense of hope. But then I begin to say to myself, get yourself and speak. 
get thee behind Satan. And I pull my head and I look intent. The Bible says when you look intent, the Bible says into the perfect law of liberty. Who wants to be freed? But you see, the Bible says, pull your ear from hearing what the enemy says. Pull your mind from there. Put it in tent. And you hear these words. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. And you begin to say, and if a God is for us, if God be for us, who can be? They can come against you. The Bible says in one direction. And they will flee. In seven directions. Because now I am hearing. What am I hearing? The word that brings faith. The word that says. As for God. His ways are perfect. With God, I can face an army. With God, I can scale a wall. With God, the mountains will be leveled for me. He will produce water in a desert place. With God, I can sing a song. I can say this morning the steadfast love of oh, the Lord never ceases. His mercies are new every morning. If it had not been for the Lord I would have been consumed. Because I have heard some time back that I will amount to nothing. I have heard some time back that I am nothing. I have heard that everything I'm trying to put together will will fall apart. But one day I woke up to a voice a voice that spoke to Jacob at Bethel Jacob says I put a stone under my head and I saw a ladder going down starting from earth into heaven and I saw the angels of the Lord going up and down but then one time I heard Jesus speak. I said, Jesus, what you are saying to me? He says to me, Nathaniel, you will see the Son of Man. And you will see the angels. Jacob, what do you see? I see a ladder. I see the way, the truth, and the life that takes man on earth and connects him to heaven. And I hear Jesus say to me, Nathaniel, 
mwingine you will see I am the way. The truth. You will see angels. Ascending. And descending. Upon the son of man. The ladder that Jacob saw. It was a picture. You. Will see the reality. And when you see that reality. As we behold in the mirror. Of Jesus. We are transformed. From glory. To glory. Into his likeness. You know this is not our preaching for today. Today we want to talk about. Resurrection in the name of Jesus. That will be for next week. So saints, do not be discouraged by what is working for your good. Do not what? By what is working for your good. Because the Bible says when Job had suffered. Can you imagine? Job did not have the scripture. Job did not know Romans 8.28. There was no Romans for Job. Job was not told. And we know and we what? How I wish you and I knew. Because the Bible assumes that when you know, you are not surprised. When you know, you are not discouraged. When you know that God works all things for the good of those who love him. Do you love the Lord? Do you love Jesus? Man, I'm shocked. Jesus, when he asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? Then after that, he says, Peter, when you were young, what does when you were young mean? It means when you did not have a perspective of a mature person. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Paul says, when I was a child, when I was young, I did not have a perspective. I thought like a child. I did things like a child. I responded to situations like a child. But now I am mature. The book of Galatians tells us that a child, when he is young, when he does not have a perspective, Let's talk about business for a moment. How many of you know what investment means? Investment, anyone? What's about investment? Yes. Investment in simple terms. Uh, 
means taking risk with your money to make more money. Simple. Isn't it? Amen. When you do a business, you have faith that you will make money. But there is a possibility that you can lose money. Now listen to a person who does not understand how business works. Now, fast forward. I start a business. I invest in this business. I have a perspective of how business works. But I also have a perspective of how the father works. The father says, I give you power to make wealth. And the father then says, I will bless the works of your hands. And then the father says, from your business, give and it shall be given. A good measure pressed down, shake it together, overflowing. So now I have a heavenly perspective and I have a business perspective. The spirit of fear. Now remember, I do not take a risk that is not calculated. The Bible says, if I'm going to build, I must count the cost. So after I've made my investment, I get my returns. He took his money and realized that he was shorter. Yeah. And then he went to a machonisa. Yes. You all know what the machonisa is. Yes. Micro lendy. So now I had money, I put it in an investment. I trusted the father. He had money. He realized that as short as I was, he was also short. He went and took a loan. Now, here's what happens. Fast forward. I am here financially. How did I get here? Perspective. Are you hearing? Instead of at least we were both here. Instead of at least being here, he's dead. They are charging him interest. I am earning returns. If a child, even though he's an heir of all things, if he's a child and has no father's perspective of the family business, he will be like a slave. Therefore, when you are here, the risks of the storms and so many things are happening in your life. The Bible says these things are as good, as bad as they are. They are working for your good. They are going to earn you good return. Because when you have stood, 
Who's going through a rough time? Go and change your sermon. Because I'm really trying to go to my sermon. Yeah. But now, listen, listen to James chapter 1, verse 12. James chapter 1, verse 12. It says, Blessed is the man. What? Blessed is the what does blessed mean? A man that has received favor from God. A man that God esteems. A man that God will rise up. Blessed is the man who enjoys temptation. Who goes through trials. For when he has been approved. Listen to what the NIV says. Because when he has stood the test. What will he do? He will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised. Saints, I don't know what I'm preaching today. But there's someone who needs it. Listen to, let's, let's connect these verses. Can you put that verse again? My boy. That verse says the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who are. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It says to those who love him. The crown is promised for those who, promised who love the Lord. Yes. Let's go to Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28. Are you still there, saints? No, no, towards the end, I'll go into my sermon. Amen. But I'm not going to preach it. I'm going to tell you what they, my sermon will be next time when I preach it. Romans 8.28 And we know So the assumption is that we but the reality is some don't my people perish because of because they don't because if they know that in all things God works I don't think sometimes when we read <laughs> we read the English and pass the English. Yeah. English works. You pass that word, you got your metric certificate. Yeah. Here's the issue. In all things. 
God Mudimu is not watching. We are hard pressed. But when we are hard pressed, God is not watching. When we go through trials and tribulations, God is not watching. God is working. He's working. And God and is working at two primary levels. Philippians chapter 1, Philippians chapter one verse, six, verse 6 it says God who started a good work in you when you are feeling I'm hard pressed God is working what is he doing? He is renewing you. The Bible says God works in me to will and to act. Sometimes you think I'm alone. You are not alone. It's just that when you are used you love loneliness. But you are never alone. The reason you are feeling like you are alone is because you are always using the wrong mirror. Because you want the mirror of hi Bazala. Oh, you look so nice. Hey, you are good. When you that nice. mirror is not there, of people who don't even wish you success, but have opinions about you, when they are not there to tell you stories, you feel lonely. But if you know how to use the right mirror and to hear properly, you know I'm not alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is working where? That is why, Bazalwani, when we walk around, aware that God is working in me, sometimes you can even start crying. Sometimes you can start dancing. And people think, ah, we need a lot to come out with girlfriend. And you say, no, 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 no. no. I have not. The, your friends who know you, they ask you, is that situation resolved? Because the last time I saw you, you were at the end of your wits. You were crying your heart out. But you are able to say, my friend, since the last time you saw me, God has been working. And now, I know that in all these things, I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me against whatever is against me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you walk, you walk with an awareness. I'm being charged. 
I am getting some work done. Okay, it's it's hard today. But I'm not going on empty. I am going to be recharged to full. But for now, yes. I am quarter. My friend, when you see me next time, I am half. My friend, next time, I am three quarter. My friend, next time, yes, I am full. My friend, next time, I am overflowing. Why? Yes. God is working in me. You get me, Barcelona. But he's not only working in me. He's working for me. God does not leave your enemies to deal with you without dealing with them. Yeah. That is why you and I must stop trying to fix the outside. Allow yourself to be recharged. And let God deal with this. When you are charged, deal with what you are empowered to do. Are you hearing me? So stuff happens. But all this stuff the Bible gives it a name. It says light and momentary afflictions. They will pass away. Are you there, saints? Are you there, saints? So the Bible says when we look in the mirror of the word of God, we are transformed from glory let me tell you we had a discussion with my wife and we are talking about why do people hold grudges I get as husband and wife we have conflict I'm still talking to those husbands and wives. I don't want to call you by name. But I want to give you a perspective that we develop. We are transformed from what? Glory to? Where? Inside. Are you there? Now the glory means not only the presence of God, but it also talks about the power and the nature of God. So what we are becoming inside is something that even the devil cannot deal with. That is why when a man has allowed the glory of God Christ in me the hope of glory when he increases in you he's not revealed outside yet he is only inside you develop a nature that when the demons talk about you they can make a connection 
Christ we know. Christ Paul we know. Paul You remember the sons of Skin? The glory of the king that transforms his children. Paul says, outside I'm blessed. I'm I'm facing all kinds. Inside, Christ is growing in me. The demons recognize they say to the sons of Skiva, you say by the Christ, the Jesus that Paul preaches must come out. Let me tell you, I cannot make a connection between you and Jesus. I cannot see the transformation that, that makes a demon tremble in you. You are running on reserves and on empty and you try to cast me out. He says to this man, let me just give you a commentary. In Colossians chapter one, uh, Colossians chapter one, verse nine, uh, verse nine, the Bible talks of the fullness Bible, of Christ. It says, "You and I, the same fullness of God that was in Jesus." It says, "We have received fullness." Are you hearing me? We have received what? What does Coloss- uh, Ephesians 3.20 say? Ephesians 3.20 To him who, who do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Are you still there? Okay. If you are still there, get this one here. That power, the Bible says, it is the power that God used when he raised Jesus from the dead. It is the resurrection power. It is the power that defeated. Last week we told you, that Christ became flesh so that through death, he can destroy him who has the power of death which is the devil. So now the sons of Skiva are standing empty. empty. And the devil makes a connection. Satan will a connection one plus one. No, guys. Icon. He who has the fullness of God. Christ. Christ. I know him. When I saw him, I trembled. Paul, Paulo, who has the fullness of Christ, who spoke to our cousin, who was in the Sangomagel, and said to the demon, I command you in the name of Jesus, come out, that man, we know him. When we see him, we don't just see the outside. We see what is inside. But you, but who are you? Because you don't have a divine identity that gives you authority to speak to us. 
So you and I, Saints, we are transformed. Outside, it looks not, it doesn't look very good. But inside, let's just stand up. I want to read this verse to you. This is what we are going to preach. And we will preach it. Man, we keep we keep saying we'll preach it. Eh? Now I'm reading in First Corinthians chapter 15. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you have your family hold to the word I preach to you. Otherwise you have believed in vain. We will read the whole thing. Remember we are talking about what if Jesus did not resurrect. But this morning I want us to stop where it says the gospel which you have believed on which you stand.